Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to episode two of Cinema Chill. I'm Colton. Hey, Trine. And this week we're discussing Star Wars The Last Jedi in honor of it dropping on Netflix this month. And you know Netflix is starting to run out of money or get desperate because this is just not a very good film to, <laughs> to upload to the catalog. <laughs> well, uh, this is a very controversial movie. Well, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has, what, a 90% critic score and like a 52% audience score or something like yeah, that? Yeah, because if you actually watched the movie and weren't, uh, you know, handed some, uh, some money under the table, then you actually gave this film the horrible score that it deserved. So you're telling me uh, that... Disney pays critics to give their movies. Well, Disney ratings. owns everything now, so they can do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Something inside me is awake. What do you see? Light. Darkness. This is not going to go the way you think. Kylo found you. I won't. Can you think of a more controversial movie? Like, um, in recent memory, and Star Wars Episode One, yeah. To mind, why is it always Star Wars movies, man? Because they the fans are psychotic. Well, no, because they get your hopes up, and finally we had a good Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens. So our hopes got brought up because you know we expected very little from the new ones, and we're like, okay, these can actually be good. And then they're like, wait a minute, hold, hold, hit the pause button. We're gonna get back to the shit we gave you back in the <laughs> early two thousands. So don't get your hopes up too much. Well, just for the record, I love this movie and Ryan does not like this movie at all so yeah I guess we can just kind of you know walk through the whole movie and right. dissect it say uh say what I like about it say what you dislike about it we can hey I'll throw a couple of likes little... in there too and I want you to throw a couple of dislikes okay there's yeah. nothing there's no way you like everything about no 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 I, I do we'll have play I do have some qualms with this movie we'll, we'll do the first how about we do what what you like what I hate and then we'll play devil's advocate I'll say what I like, and you say what you hate about it. Okay. So the opening scene, in my opinion, this movie has one of the best openings in any Star Wars movie. That uh, bombing run, despite that horrible joke, your, that horrible your mama joke. Yeah, that's right. With uh, Poe Dameron. Yeah, like, hey, who is this? Your mom. <laughs> I'm like, ah, damn you, Disney. <laughs> that kind of put me on edge a little bit. I was like, uh, wait, what are we doing with this thing? I feel like, but I feel like that whole bombing sequence with the that uh, wasn't bad. I'll give you that. That was, that was a, one of the few things I liked. That was a, such an entertaining opening. That was good. Yeah, where they Except, take down the uh, it's the dreadnought, the dreadnought. Yeah, like I was like, I think I could do it. And by the way, I'll just go ahead and murder everyone in the fleet in my <laughs> in my maybe hope of doing this. Well, hey, that's such a uh, Poe's character flaw at the beginning. What is that? establishes that he's not a good leader and that he makes mistakes which failure is a big theme in this movie we're gonna get into the laura dern's character who just does nothing oh, later. <laughs> when uh, i really started to lose interest and i was like this is just silly and stupid was when leia becomes superman and flies through space after she's been shot out of the okay. little room Okay, yes, I I do agree. I mean, the whole point of that scene was to showcase that Leia does have the Force. But we already knew that. You didn't have to do it so stupid. Why did she have to become lift, Superman? I don't know. I mean, they, they could have had her like lift some debris off some... Uh, that would have been stupid, too. Well, how else are you going to... Have her wield totally a lightsaber. Like, I don't know. Just have her... That would have been stupid. Have her <laughs> lift something up with her mind. I don't know. That's what I just said. 
like lift some debris like when they yeah, uh, yeah when okay. they shoot the shoot shoot the side of the ship and like it blows up some i don't know some crew members are stuck under don't some debris go out into space and, and superman dive through space into this one yeah that was that was a little over the top we got a yo mama joke and then we got leia as superman in the first 15 <laughs> minutes of this movie what about uh luke tossing the lightsaber behind his back oh yeah that part was very dumb too yeah because basically what ryan johnson told me with that scene was hey jj abrams I appreciate your work, and I'm just going to take a giant shit on it, and I'm just going to change everything that you did in the last movie. I mean, it's literally like Ryan Johnson watched The Force Awakens and just wrote his own story without any input from J.J. Abrams or yeah. Kathleen Kennedy or anyone at Lucasfilm. What probably happened was he did that, and they started filming, and they were in so deep, they're like, ah, shit, I guess we got to make this thing now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree with Luke's lightsaber when he throws it behind his back. I felt like he could have dropped it. That would have been... Had the same effect about, and been like, less say ridiculous. Say something cool. Do anything. You're like, hey, there's my lightsaber. Shrug. Walk away. Do you disapprove with the way that they handle Luke's character in this movie? Yeah, and Mark Hamill disapproved of it too. He he's admitted in many interviews like I basically hated everything he did with Luke. Like Luke, he's like Jedi's are not quitters. He would not quit. That's not in the Jedi code. But it makes the story more interesting. But if it's coming from Mark Hamill, literally Luke Skywalker is saying, you did you oh, did that's everything That's an egotistical wrong. actor. Like, of course, he portrays one of the greatest heroes in cinema history. Of course, he's going to disapprove when... But Jedi's don't own... quit to his, to his credit. They don't quit. They don't just give up. I know, but it makes the story so much more interesting when you portray Luke as a broken you man. You can't just change... A character like that. What would you want it? Like the Will Empire Strikes Back, where he's just like Yoda. He's just a wise Jedi, and it's just a retread of the Empire Strikes Back. I would. You don't have to make it a complete retread, but yeah, I want to see some cool like training scenes. All he does is like, hey, lift some debris. Oh, you went in the dark place. Fuck you. <laughs> that was the whole training montage. <laughs> That's not true. He gives her. Uh, well, he says he's going to give her three lessons, but and he gives her half of one. Then he's like, get out. No, no, no. He gives her two. What was the other one? Here's he, uh, how to drink. Come. That's colored blue no he tells he tells her that the force doesn't belong to the jedi it belongs to everyone and then he tells her that the uh the legacy of the jedi is a failure he says here's how you milk one of Which, these animals here's some green milk <laughs> that's that's your third lesson and we well, drink blue milk in a new hope where does that shit come from man i'm just saying that was the third lesson it drink, blue drink. milk is better than green milk <laughs> here's some milk in my beard got milk yeah I, I will uh, die on the hill that I love the direction that Ryan Johnson took that character and just and portraying Luke as a broken man. And I think it's fundamentally wrong. He was a legend he's in a, his own mind. He's a Jedi. He made a terrible mistake and he has to live with that and he went into exile. And the Jedi are never, they're never down. They're always positive guys. They're the leaders of the world basically. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to quit and I'm just going to let everyone die and F you. And I don't care anymore. And I'm selfish. And I'm a little punk. Thank you, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> this is Luke Skywalker, the man who literally blew up the freaking Death Star. He has one little incident, and he's like, all right, I quit. The theme quit. of the movie is failure and learning from failure. Failure is the greatest teacher. And Ray has to force him. To, yeah, he, he reluctantly teaches her. He does not give her anything more than she begs for he is just trying to quit get her away won't help her won't help her pretty much i summarized the movie my favorite line in the whole movie is when yoda tells luke 
we are what they grow beyond. That is the true burden of all masters. My favorite. That includes their failures, their successes. All that is on Luke. That's his burden. He has to try to teach this kid who knows nothing about the Force, everything, and he's a broken well, she man. She knows a little about the Force. She learned in the last movie. Uh, she basically just handled the lightsaber. And Luke's more of the Force than just handling what the is lightsaber. Luke ta- what does Luke even teach her? He doesn't even do jack shit with her. He doesn't teach he her jack gave shit. gave her three lessons. They're very stupid lessons. Who, <laughs> all right, who taught more? Yoda teaching Luke or Luke teaching her? Yeah, Ray. Uh, okay. Luke was Once again, teacher. are you? Is this going to be a retread of the Empire Strikes Back? Is this just going to be a paint but by numbers? Why is Luke such a horrible teacher, and why won't he just stop being a little bitch? And <laughs> he's not him? a horrible teacher. He's an awful teacher. <laughs> he's like that guy who was really smart in school, who becomes a professor, and he starts teaching. And everyone's like, "What the hell is he talking about?" <laughs> that was Luke in this movie. He's a horrible teacher. Well, and then he had those I stupid little how... animals running around his island the whole time that are meant to sell. Oh, the porgs? Oh, yeah, those things are awful. I thought the porgs were handled perfectly. <laughs> you like them where he's like... Dude, they were hilarious. Out of all of... Ryan Johnson is a brilliant uh, writer, but his jokes in this movie do not work at all. He does not know how to write comedy. Yeah, but sure. the porgs worked so well when it came to physical comedy and just and the whole... a lot of toys. Ah, uh, That's true, but I mean, every Star Wars movie has some stupid thing that sells toys i feel like they could have been overused in a terrible way they could have been like jar jar just like every scene was a terrible joke with them and thankfully it was just kind of slightly thankfully they couldn't talk that's true that's true would you agree mark campbell gives a pretty good performance in this mark campbell yeah no one's ever said mark campbell's a bad actor i don't know why he never really took off other star wars probably just well you can he was kind of iffy in the original trilogy. I liked him. I never had a problem with him. In really? Movie. Yeah. There, I mean, some parts he was good. Some parts he was kind of... What was so horrible about him in the first movies? At some parts he was, like, convincing. Some parts it was kind of Playing schlocky. a kid in the first movie. How, yeah, you can't really mess up playing a kid. I understand. The second but, one, he was fine. I he think was, he was just kind of... pretty o- badass. I think he was just other. overshadowed by Harrison Ford and... I mean, yeah, I never... I was like... It wasn't like Hayden Christensen. Like, holy shit, this guy's bad. <laughs> So after Superman Leia, after that stunt, she goes down, and Admiral Holdo steps in. Oh yeah, she's in. sick after she just Superman through space. Oh god damn, she was blown out of a fucking spaceship. But man. she apparently <laughs> could fly. Okay, let's not. <laughs> like I said, I agree with you on that part. I that kind of I feel like everyone who watched that movie was kind of thrown for a loop there. But so Admiral Holdo steps in, which is played by Laura Dern. One of the worst and most forgettable characters in Star Wars. And I will say, um, the thing that bugged me about her character was... She has purple hair. No, not that. Was that she would never tell Poe Dameron her plan. For some reason, she was just withholding like, yeah, what the plan was for no reason at all. Yeah, I know. Why did she... She's like, hey, let's piss everyone off by not telling them. And then, oh yeah, I'm a genius. But <laughs> at the same time, I'll get a near mutiny on my hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean... Because he came to her like when she took control of the ship or took control of the resistance, and uh, he's like, "So what's the plan?" She was like, uh, "Why don't you just stay in your position, Flyboy?" And we're like, "No, seriously, like, can we know like what's going on here? I mean, are y'all just gonna float until y'all run out of gas?" So uh, not a fan of Laura Dern's character, huh? 
just very boring and irrelevant and unnecessary. Yeah, you know, like the uh, sexual tension between her and uh, Poe Dameron. Well, she's sixty and he's thirty, so I wasn't buying it. <laughs> There's a lot of sexual ten- tension uh, predominant through this movie, like them, Him and Kylo Ren and Ray, Finn and Rose. Oh yeah, Ray and Ray and Finn. The you know you know you're not buying it. They're rela- They're like romance. They're relationship. Yeah. No, nah, I don't think they'll end up together. Oh yeah, the other, another part that I was just like, this is just ridiculous. And remember when Ray is like communicating telepathically, and then he just has his shirt off. Kyla, oh, like, yeah. I don't need to see your nip, sir, yeah. sir. It was like that horror uh, shot of Jeff Goldblum, like we talked about. Yeah, that was completely unnecessary. <laughs> and just very stupid. <laughs> there were people doing like the Kylo Ren challenge on social media. Like, I think John Mayer. What's that? You just take your shirt off? Yeah, you like do a selfie with your shirt like off and your pants are halfway up your waist. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just start acting like Yeah, Kylo Ren uh, man titties. I guess we got to move on to Canto Bite. The casino planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just say casino. <laughs> I will say this. I did like how Ryan Johnson tried to portray the class, I guess, discrepancy in the Star Wars universe. Time for politics. Like it was very anti-elitist, which was... I mean, we've never seen them in a Star Wars movie before. They're in every movie now. We gotta, we gotta get political. <laughs> yeah, true, but that was something I could get behind. I like the idea of it, but the execution was poorly handled. It was very cartoonish and over the top and yeah it kind of did draw you out of the movie yeah i was like am i even watching star wars now <laughs> or am i in a stupid cartoon casino planet right now especially That's that r- stupid little guy walking around in this you know, oh yeah i was like a drunk little yeah little frog yeah thing. <laughs> i was like is what? that the guy that put coins in bba yeah 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 um i want to talk about the most actually the most unnecessary character in the history of maybe film and i'm talking about benicio del toro this week <laughs> They build him like I was thinking. Okay, this is awesome. Benicio's in the Star Wars movie. He's probably gonna be like the new bad guy, or like he's gonna have some like pretty badass part. Uh, nope, he's just a little thief. Here's a five hundred. Very weird speech impediment. Yeah, here's a thief. He's gonna cost you about twenty million salary, and he's gonna be in the movie for about thirty minutes, and he's just gonna be very, very relevant in the long term. <laughs> just because like, he screws. Why? Work. Why are they like, hey, we need this character. Let's hire Benicio del Toro. I don't know, man. Uh... <laughs> Why not at least give him a bigger part if you're going to take Benicio Del Toro in a movie like this? That's like saying, like, hey, who's the janitor? Brad Pitt. <laughs> I mean, if you're offered the part in a Star Wars movie, you're going to take a Star Wars movie just... The funny thing is... You're going to take it just to say... Benicio was supposed movie. to be... He was offered Darth Maul, and he turned it down. Really? And he took this guy instead. I never knew that. Yeah, that's why he did, he, saw he did this. Oh, wow. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you can play a thief. He's like, ah, shit. When he got hey, the at least he can say he's been in a Star Wars. Movie. I think that's why he did it. And he's <laughs> like, okay, would I rather be the main villain or a, a little petty thief from a casino planet? <laughs> did you like uh, how Justin Theroux randomly in oh, this yeah. too? Where yeah. he's like, ah, darling, ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember <laughs> I saw that raw, scene and I was like, my first thought was, I know that guy, but it's just or uh, Justin Theroux is the guy who's in your your vocabulary necessarily you're watching a movie and I was like that guy looks familiar and then I like, kind of thought about it for a minute I'm like oh that's Jennifer Aniston's husband or ex-husband I guess now yeah. what was the name of uh, the new character who I hate who we're introduced to in this movie Rose yeah she's awful Rose Tico you don't like her why don't no. you like her? well she's just very boring and just 
I don't know. Just, just, just not a really good strong there character. There like some major backlash with her. Like she was getting harassed online. Like, yeah, she deleted not, all of her social. She's a good character. I mean, what's wrong with her? She's not Ray. God. <laughs> so you can't have just a secondary, like a side character, a supporting actor. Well, she just didn't really bring it into the table. Like she didn't offer anything. Yeah. Well, you kind of gotta have. A love interest for Finn, because Ray. I don't think he. She's, well, that creates some drama, I guess. No, a remember, love triangle now. Yeah, remember she's like, oh, you got a gal at the end of the movie when he kind of shows up on the giant salt planet, and she's like, okay, <laughs> I can see some, that in her eyes. Yeah, it's like that's where I was like, okay, okay, Finn, you got a shot here. We'll see what JJ does with that with the next movie. He he should bring it full. Should circle. be a soap opera. You don't have anything to say about the uh, animal rights kind of the. Oh, those stupid... How uh, horses shouldn't be caged. Uh, yeah, like how they're like, hey, buddy, you're free, but you're on a tiny little island and they can easily find you again in about five minutes. <laughs> but have fun! <laughs> you're free! Hey, man, it's it's the principle of the act, okay? Yeah, I just know that. <laughs> That's what matters. Another reason I hate that character, she's like, yeah, you're free. All right, let's leave all these animals behind and get on the ship. <laughs> hey, Benicio. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Also, one of my favorite parts of this movie is when Yoda and Luke reunite. Right. When Luke's about to burn down the For two Jedi. Yeah, that was a beautiful scene. That's, that's my favorite line. Actually, my favorite line also comes from that scene. What? The sacred Jedi texts, page turners. They yeah. are not. <laughs> Remind you of law school? It does. It does. <laughs> I will say this. Every character has an arc in this movie, which is nice. Not Finn. Yeah, Finn does. What's his arc? At the beginning of the movie, he was trying to run away and abandon the f- resistance. Why? And then he went to Canto Bight, saw that the he rebels were... He wasn't trying were... to run away, he was just trying to find Rey. Well, that's true, but he was still abandoning the resistance. He likes, he likes Rey. I understand that, but he was putting Rey above the greater good. Well, that would and then... <laughs> Shut up. And then he went to... Then he went to Canto Bight. I mean, have you seen her? Will you let me talk? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> then he went to Canto Bight, saw that, like, witnessed oppression and the Betrodden firsthand, and then he knew what it meant to be a hero because he tried to sacrifice himself at the end. You're telling me Poe Dameron is a one-dimensional character? Not really. Or he wasn't the same at the end of the movie that he was at the beginning of the movie. He started off a hothead, and he ended a true leader. What about Ray? Ray didn't know her place with the Force, and she ended a true Jedi. What about Leia? Well, they could, should have killed off Leia. <laughs> <laughs> what did Leia learn from this epic <laughs> film? I really don't know what they're going to do with Leia's character, because I feel like she's kind of served her purpose in this trilogy. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't kill her. Just another F you to J.J. Abrams. I, think. I was like, his final F you. So you really think this whole movie is just a big middle finger to J.J. Abrams? I really do, actually. Golly, I think, man. I think it was a spite film. I like how the, they build up this character. What's his name again? And uh, Snoke? Is, yeah, they build up Snoke. He's supposed to be, this guy is amazing. No one can kill him. No one can beat him. Other than all it takes is one little, and he's dead. 
And I was just like, I love that, man. Nah, stupid. You kill the main, you can't kill the main villain in, in the second movie. Well, it made think. sense because he was reading Kylo Ren's thoughts and what Kylo Ren was thinking was exactly what was playing out. So you're telling me this little crybaby Kylo Ren is now the main villain of the Star Wars yeah. movies? Yeah, dude, he's the most interesting character in all these movies. He's a whiner. Kylo's such a great character because he's like a wannabe Vader, but he's so immature and it's like witnessing luke kind of from the a new hope to the empire strikes back where he doesn't know how to control his power and he's immature and he's still learning about the force and everything and i don't know it just makes him so much more of an interesting character than just a snoke or a darth vader where they're just ultimate badasses where you don't know you know any backstory on him like, you're actually witnessing the evolution of a villain. So we got to talk about, because Ryan Johnson does a lot with the Force in this movie, kind of. Yeah, he doesn't understand it. Oh, he, he not only understands it, he's trying to expand the mythology of the Force. Here's the Force, like Luke said, quit, and I'm going to make, I'm going to kill the Jedi, because fuck the Force, Ryan Johnson. What? <laughs> Luke, does Luke not say the Jedi need to die? And, yeah, he does. Yeah, so how does he understand the Force? Well, he says the Jedi need to die because the he feels like the Jedi abuse the Force. Yeah, they abuse the Force by saving the world. Uh, actually, they let the Empire take over. Did they not stop the Empire? Well, they did, but I mean, they let Palpatine rise to power. And if there's and... no Jedi, then who's going to stop these New Order bastards? Oh, Ray. She used the Force. <laughs> I know, but... If there's no Force, you can't beat them. <laughs> what Ron Johnson did was he ditched the whole midichlorian bullshit, and he... Well, JJ didn't have midichlorians. Oh, wait. The, for... the Force is barely, like, touched upon in The Force Awakens. It doesn't need to be. That's the whole point of the Force. It's I, not I like how you get scientific... to learn more about the Force. No. He, JJ did a great job with Harrison Ford's line where he says, Kid, I didn't believe in it, but it's real. That's all you need to know about the Force. I thought that was beautiful, beautiful work. Yeah, I mean, Abrams. well, um, the Force, the whole thing about the Force is nobody knows really what it is. It's just, it's the Force. It's, it's just a power. Yeah, just a but it's not like, magical power. It's not like something that needs to be analyzed and explained. And just, you just leave it alone. It's the Force. <laughs> well, uh, the Force, fuck off. JJ Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with it JJ I'm JJ Abrams, Abrams. <laughs> I love JJ Abrams because he just says you know what I'm going to make a solid movie I'm not going to take too many risks and I'm going to put out a solid product and you're going to have fun <laughs> uh, wow so you want bare minimum Star Wars and... two lights mean yes one light means no <laughs> okay how about this well uh... and no I don't want bare minimum but I want to have a good time here's what I uh, like what Ryan Johnson did with the force he said anyone can have it you don't have to be a skywalker you don't have to be a special person to have it so the anyone... whole the whole all the worlds all the people in the world can just have the force then what's the fun in the force if everyone if anybody can what's the it? fun if it's only restricted to one family bloodline well that makes it more powerful more you know it's a big deal so you can't have a star wars any other star so wars movies, me anybody once off, the skywalkers die anybody off. off the street can say hey i want to have the force too it's something that you're born with, you understand, you channel, 
it's just bestowed upon you. It, it's not just, you just said it's not bestowed upon it. just the Skywalker family. It's bestowed well, upon... Well, I'm not saying it has to be just the Skywalkers, but I'm saying a select few people in the world can have this and do this. Yeah. And you're making it sound like Joe Schmo can be like, hey, I'm going to get the Force. Well, how does uh, Snoke have the Force? He's we like some... Well, that's when we don't get the win. <laughs> My favorite thing about Ryan Johnson, we get this character, Snoke. He's an interesting guy. We're finally going to learn... Nope, he's dead. He's not interesting. He's, he's just your typical bad... Well, we didn't, we didn't know. Man. We never got to learn about him because Ryan Johnson just killed him before we... I will say, him. I wish I knew a little... I wish I knew some motivation. What did Ryan Johnson tell us about Snoke? Nothing. Yeah, he just killed him immediately. What did J.J. Abrams tell us about Snoke? Well, he was building him up. <laughs> Ryan Johnson knew that Snoke wasn't important to the story. No, Ryan Johnson didn't like Snoke, so he just killed him. If Snoke was that much of an important character, Kathleen Kennedy would have stepped in and done something. Well, you luckily know. for J.J. and James would be like, oh, wait, the good thing about Because you know Kathleen Kennedy read that script before they shot that movie. J.J., I, I can't wait for the episode 9 to be like, J.J. be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, Snoke's magic power, he can grow another head. Dude, it wouldn't surprise me if episode 9... Was That's Ray... He's gonna regrow a head. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if Ray just wakes up in like a hut and Luke you was like, dream? "That was a funny dream." All right, let's go get Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was weird. Okay, back to you. <laughs> I forgot to tell you uh, when you came to this island. Thanks for the lightsaber. <laughs> now I'm gonna teach you some shit. I would literally, I would be like, I would just stand up and start applauding. I would just stand up and just, I would, I would throw my popcorn. That would like. Literally, you could film them taking a shit into a can for the rest of the movie, and I would love it. I would buy it on Blu-ray, and I'd watch it on repeat. But yeah, I do wish we knew some of Snoke's motivations. Because, yeah, they or just. Or literally anything about him. I don't know. Uh, yeah. What's his favorite color? <laughs> what were his parents like? Does he like Panera Bread? We don't know. I mean, I, that didn't bother. I mean, it shocked me when I first saw it. Because, of course, I didn't expect it. Like, no one did. It's like killing the main... But that's know. what's great about this movie, man. Like, Ryan Johnson takes a left turn at every point you think it's going to just go straight. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what we in the business call a wild card. Like, you can, you can make this just an easy, safe movie, and he decided to just go... And did people like out. that? Well, obviously not, because half the populace loved it, half it didn't. Like, like you and me right now. So um, he failed. No, I'd say it's it's I a think success. JJ made more people happy with this movie than Ryan Johnson did. Well, yeah, because I mean JJ played it as safe as you possibly could. That's fine. No, it's I mean it's fine, but it's you think, you think the Star Wars universe was in? It's like do having. You, do you think Episode Seven though, after the shitty ass prequels, was a time where JJ's like, let's take a bunch of risks. No, absolutely not. Don't you think JJ did exactly what he was brought in? It was today? it was comfort food. But like, did JJ do exactly what he was brought to do? Yes. And did he succeed? Yes. And JJ Abrams is great at making bare minimum sci-fi movies or bare they're minimum good. movies in general. They're good movies. There's not one like great JJ Abrams movie. Super eight. All right, we're fans of that movie, but that's Star- not a very popular Star movie. Trek. The first Star Trek movie is pretty damn good. Uh, the first one was good. That. The first one was good. I mean, eh. and I and it's it, not great. And I already called it episode nine. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Uh, let's end it on what do you what do you think is going to happen in episode nine? It was all still just a bad dream. You're going with the dream scenario. Yeah, that's what I hope. <laughs> If, there's, if JJ's smart, that's his, that's his, like, 
return figure to Ryan Johnson. Like, I can fix this. Don't worry. JJ, like I said. They should be filming this new episode here soon. JJ, he's going to give you a solid, solid movie. It's not going to be great, but it's not going to be bad. Yeah, but can we raise the bar a little bit? Uh, or do you just want a mediocre average? I want a pretty good movie. <laughs> it's better than a shitty movie like this one. I want a great movie. Well, there's this movie dares to be great. Oh, but I, I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Carrie Fisher. I guess they're just going to say, like, in the opening crawl, oh, yeah, Princess Leia is dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in parentheses. Thanks, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> um, yeah, and... I just hope to God they don't have another Death Star in the third movie. I think they're just going to make a giant cube. That's what I hated about The Force Awakens was they just made a bigger, badder Death Star. <laughs> like the Indoraptor? Yeah. yeah. You just have to go bigger and more badder than like the, the previous Like the Rex? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah... Uh, Hopefully, I don't know. It's gonna be gonna be interesting. We you really can't call it because you don't know if J.J. Abrams is going to kind of recorrect course or recorrect the things that Ryan Johnson did and just steer course back to what he envisioned this franchise would go. Really? Have you seen the riots out there from the fanboys? That's true, but. You can't listen to those guys. JJ is a fanboy. God bless him. Well, he's a fucking sellout if he does that. <laughs> well, guys, uh, let us know if you uh, like The Last Jedi or not. And uh, who do you think won this debate? I think it was pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Next week is the 10-year ten, anniversary of The Dark Knight. One of the greatest comic book movies of all time and we will be sharing our thoughts on that so yeah join us next time and uh we'll see you later <laughs>